There it is, PKN233. Kyle was telling us about... Uh, giving us a wings update, more or less. Yeah, shout out Sean Ranklin. I was watching his <laughs> uh, his most recent video of wings. Uh, and, you know... Is it wings, still the car? That's the main thing in the in his life? Or is it moved on already past it? Because I feel it, like it, it moves so quickly in wings world. It, it moves quickly. <laughs> Lots of stuff happens. Gotta keep up. Um, the car is definitely part of it, right? So he bought that, that Mustang. <clears throat> but, like, one of the things that, that he came out today with was what was wrong with his truck that he thought the truck was "quote unquote" dying. Mm. Well, I'm sure bad... that he changed the oil, and it was probably all sorts of brass parts in there, and things no, come out. No, no, no. It was a bad oil sensor, a $100 part. Um, but because of that, it was dying and unreliable. Did um, he know that prior to the purchase, oh, or yeah. no? Oh yeah, yeah. Here's here's the here's what happened because he would dispute what I just said. His uh, alternator went out. Okay. Very simple fix. You know, you don't need to be a mechanic at all to fix this thing. It's a bolt-on part, you know. It, I've replaced it, them before, I can confirm. Oh, oh yeah. I, I did it as a kid, you know. It's, <laughs> it's easy-peasy, especially on that particular vehicle. I've, I've, done ex I've done it on that particular vehicle. Not okay. his, but mine. He got a bad replacement alternator, though. And this is what pushed him over the edge. Because he had to pay, get this, $75 to have his truck towed. And that was a breaking point that pushed him to buy the, the new Mustang. Because even so how much though, did he drop on the uh, alternator that sucked? Um, I'm guessing the alternator was $200, $250. Oh, that's way like less that. than I was thinking. But, but, then, but then, of course, it, it broke. And it's covered under warranty. It's a brand new part. So he just got a new one from AutoZone, CarQuest, or whatever the fuck, and bolted that on. And now the truck's fine. It's 100%, especially considering how it's probably got low mileage. And he had a bad oil sensor, the thing that tells you how full your oil is in the vehicle. It's a $100 part that you don't even need. Okay, you could just check your oil. You, know, you, could, just, you could just check your oil, right? So this is what, and, and he says things like, dude, how am I going to go to school? How could I ever go to school with that truck if it's breaking down on me all the time? Left oh, he's going right. to go to school? No, because oh. now he's saying he can't afford to go to school. Because because he paid a Mustang um, instead. Because of the Mustang. <laughs> because he bought a Mustang instead. But he doesn't say that. He says it's because of the attacks on his person and the threats of a. This is this is a new thing. This is a new little juicy tidbit. So, I guess <laughs> like TMZ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and, and and again, like like he get if you say one little tidbit wrong, even though your the subject matter is correct and you're basically factually dead on, he he acts like you just made some shit up. But essentially, somewhere on his profile, YouTube, somewhere, somewhere, it said something like, maybe on his Twitch profile, it said something to the 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 order of, "Hey, I'm not going to spend your donations on new cars." Uh, well, well, he he wrote that, or actually, he didn't write it. Patrick wrote it way back when, when he had been in the habit of buying all these trucks and stuff, and it was sort of a joke. Mm -hmm. Well, he just bought a new car. <laughs> yeah. So. So they're saying that 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 he has broken a contract with them. Uh, the fans they're... are, of course, of course, it's silliness. It's... You would never take this seriously. None of us would. But they're saying they're going to sue him. Uh, <laughs> they're no, saying, of course, they're, they're gonna... not going to sue him. But it's they're the kind of thing that would stress court. him. <laughs> <laughs> and he's he's legitimately concerned about this. That he's going to be sued, and it's going to cost him thousands of dollars of lawyer fees over. This nonsense. He's like, that is not a binding contract, okay? 
I would love to see a picture of the contract. Like, like what's the, the Twitter head? It is a sunset in the background. Your <laughs> Honor, as you can see in Exhibit A on Mr. Redemption's Twitch profile, this is an official Kinko's letterhead. The I judge is like, this out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so my father's partner said this thing to me that burned into my brain. He says, everyone has a baseline level of like stress and happiness and things happen in life that raise it and lower it. But by and large, water finds his level. And he pointed to my coworker. He says, you see that guy right there? When he worked here 10 years ago, he was really stressed all the time about the St. Louis Rams draft pick, right? He's a Rams <laughs> fan that would follow them from like city to city. That was his team. Now and he'd be stressed, stressed every weekend about like how they do and he'd watch scouting reports and this and that. And then his life evolved and he got married and he had children and the, the children would have their problems at school and things that were just more important than a draft pick. But his stress level stayed right there, you know? And, 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 and then his... Uh, I guess I'm not giving people know who he is. Cancer hit the family, right? Now he has some real genuine shit to get stressed about. But he's pretty much the same guy he was freaking out over the Los Angeles Rams or St. Louis Rams. But now cancer is in his family. And, and it's just because this is this guy's level of stress. Yep. Circling back to here, we have wings whose sky is always falling, right? It, it, he could be sued by... I don't even want to call them fans, but, you know, the trolls. He, he, his oil sensor light could be out. He could be on top of the world, but Wings exists at a stress level that's not okay. That's where his – it's where he – it's where his water he finds tried its to level. Get, he tried to get more Lexapro, but they've told him that he's at the maximum dosage. So if, he want, if he's still stressed out, that he'll have to go on Wellbutrin, which is $200 a bottle. And then the doctor told me that if I wanted my staph infection never to come back under my titty, I'd have to get it lanced and packed. And that's $650. Wait, what is happening on his flesh now? Like well, you can preemptively make sure you'll never get one of those again? Well, in the same spot. Because oh, now he's got a cavity there. So there's <laughs> like something acting up there. There, there is I don't a... know if there's something acting up, but they told him essentially like, hey, I want to make sure you don't get a... He's had it three times, I want to say. Uh, he'll be like, oh, oh, it was only two. <laughs> yeah, right. You <laughs> liar. Oh, I'm such a liar. Yeah, but, or but, it was but four. If he, if he, if he, yeah, right. <laughs> I'll have you know my titties got infected four times, you liar. <laughs> How dare you misrepresent me? Uh, but but he said, I'll have to get it lanced and packed. I love that he immediately adopts like in, like like professional lingo about these things. You know, I have to get it uh, lanced and packed. <laughs> and, and instead of just saying, yeah, they'll have to cut it open and they'll have to pack it with some, that, some gauze and to make sure yeah. that it never comes. I had friends as a teenager that had a staph infections. And uh, that is a thing. Like that spot oh, yeah. becomes inclined to get it again. Oh, yeah. Like pimples can be like that. You know, it's it's I, I definitely so there, get it. There's a fake there's a fake lawsuit that people are coming after him. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Or trying That'll to convince never him, trying to never. convince him that people are coming after him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, not even ever. Has he bounced around the idea of like. Or has he said on stream at all, like, I don't even need this, uh, this, you know, sedan or coupe or whatever I bought anymore. I'm just going to sell this. No, no, no. He feels that it's, it's an absolute necessity because he feels that his truck, he's a vehicle hypochondriac. <sighs> he, he feels that his truck is literally falling apart at the welds. I'm with like, Taylor, though. I thought that perhaps now that he knows the true status of the truck, you know, 
He's got an oil sensor, a sensor, not bad oil, but the sensor that's bad and the alternator took two tries. He knew this before the purchase. Oh, I see. Now I thought that he didn't. That no, no, no. Because I can no, imagine we are finding out now. Yeah. He knew I, I it can, before I, the purchase. To just, him, to him, this is vehicle cancer. Don't you understand? <laughs> what he, a sensor went out on his nineteen-year-old vehicle. <laughs> this is can the thing that I do. I hear something outrageous, and then I try to like rein it back in. Well, maybe the truth is here. Where's the halfway? Yeah. You know, and maybe a lot of people have that same. Characteristics yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, you, know, you, you hear something crazy like but that. No, you want to no. give someone the fact the that he knew this from the start means he's he's vehicle crazy. I, I I think he may have inspired me though. You know, buying this salvaged vehicle. By the way, it has a bad motor mount. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, you got to drive a car a while before you notice a bad motor mount. Just so you know, this well, got, in no way has any bearing on my complete and utter lack of vehicle knowledge. <laughs> I could have. Mario Andretti himself would not have noticed the poor motor mount had he sat in that vehicle for a few hours. And not, Dale Earnhardt Jr. would have driven and thought it was a good purchase. No, dummy. No. Most people would have felt that shimmy right away and they wouldn't have bought that car. What is the shimmy of a motor mount? I don't think I've ever had that problem it's, in any cars I've driven. It's a usually, little bit of noise and a little bit of wiggle up there. It's, motors it's, are usually mounted in four places as far as I know. I, maybe, maybe there's more variations but uh yeah. and when one of them goes bad it kind of can mean the others are stressed you know we gotta look at them take a look mm -hmm. you know because yeah it, it, if something's attached at four corners and one gave way well yeah and you'll often feel it on startup <laughs> like, like you'll often feel it uh when you start the vehicle up because the engine has this this bit of torque that it does on startup it it's a thing that a mm -hmm. car guy that wings professes to be would notice i'm not saying i would necessarily the but someone of his Fake knowledge definitely should have. <laughs> Wings is an online car guy, and and, and I I I I'm I'm been uh, making a lot of this up, but I <laughs> think you. it comes from his weight to some extent, right? Like Wings has an interesting car. Hypothetical 170 pound Wings might be under it all the time, you know, mm -hmm. leaning over it, belly on the grill, like just playing with the car, look checking it out. But 450 pound Wings just surf the web about them and and yeah you know it's yeah, created it's, a gap in in the effort he spends and his you know, hands on it's kind of like how hypothetically i know a lot about existing in the wild from all the youtube videos <laughs> that I watched. but if you put like me that. out there and i'm like all right let me try and imagine what those vietnamese twins were doing they found a sharp stick or did they build rope first and what kind of plant did they take the rope from do i get service out here to watch no <laughs> oh, <I'm fine. laughs> Where can I charge my iPad? That is yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> Hypothetically, I'm pretty good at starting a fire without matches. I've, yeah. res <laughs> I've restored a bunch of cars. Like, like that, that's mine and my dad's hobby. Like, mm -hmm. like we still do to this day. We, we finally finished, finished that 67 Chevelle. It's beautiful. You should send it's pictures. I love ride. it when you send pictures to our text chat. I'll, I'll do that. I'm, I'm, I'm swinging by there tomorrow. It's beautiful. It's fucking interiors done. Got the fucking, everything's sick. It's, it's fully restored, nice. you know. Maybe $15,000 into a car that's now worth, you know, like dollars $37,000. It's a sick car. It's fast as fuck. It's very nice. I've done it a bunch of times, over and over. I've taken two 55 Chevrolets and made them into one, you know, taking mm. the literally stuck cars together. I, I kind of know what I'm doing. I would never be as braggadocious about my, my, my car knowledge as, as, as Wings Because you often work as an assistant. 
I work as an assistant. I'm there. To, someone points, and I say, "Yes, sir," and I get it done. You know, but I'm not the one coming up with the ideas. I'm not is the your one. Dad, that's... like the the big yeah. gearhead. For sure, I would call him a gearhead. He's just really he's knowledgeable. He's done it over and over. And like uh, bot paint and body work, he's a bit of an expert at. He, that's what he did when he was a teenager. That was sort of his first like professional career. He owned a body shop and went from there. And and anyway, Wings has inspired me a little bit because like, I was like. You know, six thousand dollars—that is one hell of a deal for that V6 Mustang. I wonder what you could get for fifteen thousand dollars. That's a salvaged late model vehicle. And I start looking at these Corvettes, these like three and four year old Corvettes that have like very minor damage on them, like a fender's ripped off or the bumper's ripped off and shit like that. And they're like fifteen to twenty thousand dollars, and it's a forty thousand dollar vehicle. And I'm, I'm. I, I mean, I put in an offer on one, I, a lowball offer. Oh. Yeah, I put in a lowball offer. They wanted twenty five thousand, and I told them I'd give them nineteen, and they didn't go for that. So you know, all right, well, I'm not interested then. I I really wanted to get a, a great deal. I wanted to I wanted to end up with twenty two thousand dollars into a forty three thousand dollar car. If mm -hmm. that's not going to be the case, then I'm not interested. For a lot of people, I would say, hey, be careful because. Like when you get into those really nice cars, bodywork can cost more than you think. I'm making this up, but I imagine if I need a new bumper for my Ford, I'm in it for like 900. I don't know, right? Yep. But if you need new carbon fiber parts for your Corvette, like that's you what might they are be too, in yeah. it for, you know, eight thousand or something. Maybe I, it could be crazy. But yeah, Kyle's I, I, I in a different that. position, right? Like for all I know, is his dad's got some Bondo and a paint gun, and he can make it look like new. You know, might not respond to tapping the same way i don't know but mm -hmm. you know he can have a new looking corvette for a little elbow grease do you flip yeah. all these like when you get bored of them when they're done that's or never do you the, keep that, a couple of them or, that's I'm never not really saying, the, is that the goal or is it just yeah. kind of you, you finish and then it's like all right well this is kind of done kind of like oh this rust server is boring oh i'm kind of glad it's starting over so you can yeah that's never really the plan but it's often just um the way things pan out you know we we, we were we redid a 67 Mustang or a Camaro. I mean, uh, maybe four years ago. Mm -hmm. And I loved it. I loved it so much. This car and dad's like, somebody offered me $40,000 for the Camaro. And you know, I wasn't driving. I'm like, you didn't, you didn't, sell <laughs> you didn't. he's like, we only had 18 in it. Like, All right. He's like, we'll get another one. I, like, All right. <laughs> I, I really liked that one. That like one that was one. good. Can you get that I, one back for 41? You know, I paid for that carburetor. <laughs> yeah. So we, we skipped over something that you said and that I haven't heard before. Wings was, you know, batting around the idea of going back to school. Hmm. Yeah, well, that's one of the things he says that, that you know, he, uh, all right. So here's the thing he said, you know, he said that. I think it's he, a great idea. He said he was going to be done with Twitch by, by January of this year. Like that, he'd be done by, by now. He'd be in school he wants to be an emt um like a like, and, and in, in yeah, rural like areas well in rural areas especially you fill like three different roles you're like emt firefighter dog catcher i'm making the third one up i couldn't <laughs> think of the third one but that'd be great for him uh then he'd be like yeah i'm a i i work for the the county are you a fireman getting there yeah. <laughs> no not yet 
So what do you do? I'm the dog catcher. Are you the head dog catcher? Well, <laughs> I am an apprentice dog catcher. Well, there is a tier system. I'm currently on cocks and hens, working my way up to dogs. <laughs> I specialize in fowl. Just graduated so, from the Arachnid Academy. Oh, God. <laughs> I handle more than six-legged bugs. So. <laughs> but, but but of course, he's not in physical shape yet to to do the the yeah. EMT work. That's and a it, super physically intense job, and it should be. And 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 we've talked about this before in regards to like dainty ladies doing this job. Mm -hmm. And it's not a sexist thing. I, I'll I'll repeat what we've said in the past. If Chris Cyborg wants to be a firewoman in my area. Bring it on, big girl. You can pick me up. I, I know you could throw me on your shoulder and hustle out of a out of a house. Much better than some stocky six foot white guy ever could. That bitch is athletic as fuck. She can do the job. But I don't want like uh, Rose Nama Yunus to be my firewoman. I don't think she can pick me up. And if she can, she can't hustle with me. I just don't know if, she, if, she, if she's got 200 pounds she'd over her shoulder you. in full gear. Yeah, she'd be dragging me or something. I'd be getting dr literally drug over the coals. Even if Rose can, <laughs> right? There are many other women who can't, right? Have you been grocery shopping? Most of those women can't carry you. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it's Most of them are barely meandering in and out of the aisles. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, depending so, on what store you're in. So essentially, he, he, he was saying a couple things, you know, these, these ideas, these plans he comes up with. Uh, he was saying that he was going to go back to school. I'm not sure for what. Maybe it was some sort of EMT learning, paramedic learning, nursing, something like that. But now apparently that is off the table because, uh, quote, oh, I hope I quote him correctly here. Mm. Someone said, Are you, why don't you get a grant? He's like, no, no, no. I don't want to borrow any money. I, I want I don't want to be owing anyone anything. I, I just I would just want to pay for it and I can't afford to pay for it anymore. Um, so that's just off the table. I might go and volunteer to drive the ambulance, though. And I started thinking, like, did they just let people volunteer <laughs> to drive the ambulance? Can you imagine that if, if, if your loved one is hurt? <laughs> They're in a car accident, and fucking J Squared shows up in the ambulance, like, get him in the back. I got to take a wicked shit. Hurry. <laughs> J Squared drives like an old finger. man, right? <laughs> if, if the speed limit's 55, I mean, he's unlikely to break 55. That's that's he's his driving. He's such a pussy driver. <laughs> it was excruciating Does to ride with him. closely to the speed limits? No, no, he doesn't approach the speed limits. Like, like... <laughs> Like I, I, when he was with me, I lived right on the interstate, like three miles from the interstate. I guess maybe not right on it, but but a country mile. It's just, just zzz, and you're there, and that's how you navigate the county is via the interstate. It's seventy miles per hour uh, in Georgia for the interstate. I know in places like uh, I want to say in Texas there were eighty mile per hour yeah. interstates, but it's it's seventy here, and he'd be going like sixty two, sixty five, and it was just like. <laughs> pulling my hair out over here like 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 i drive 80 because i because no one will pull you over at 80 like like you don't get pulled over for going 80 i drive 70. 79 with the same theory i feel sure, like yeah they have an alarm set to 80 and oh, it, it makes it beep so my head is uh, that that's the woody theory it comes completely from my ass i, yep. I, I cruise I, exactly at like 79 and a third and i'm like <laughs> you may as well be going 70 you're fine <laughs> you'll never get pulled over yeah, I I, I I agree with that, like, like, like wholeheartedly. I do the same thing, you know. I, I won't go, certainly won't go 90, you know. I, you definitely get pulled over I feel at like 90 every five. Because my understanding is the alarm makes a beep, right, when, when they drive by. And this, they're probably off and on. I don't know. But 
Uh, and I just have the feeling that every five mile, if it's divisible five, it's likely that's where they set their beep. They might set it at sure. 80. They sure. might set it at mm-hmm. 85. Yeah, I can believe beep. that. In Atlanta, they seem to not give a fuck. Like, like I, I, I think I belong in the fast lane sometimes. And I'm like, I don't belong in the fast lane. I'm going <laughs> 90 miles per hour just to keep up. And this guy really wants around me. He's like, come on, grandma. <laughs> like, like, I'm just like, hey, I'm going 90 here. Like, like I'm having to concentrate. I got to get in the fucking middle lane over here. These guys are smoking me. So if you were given real deal advice that, that if you were in Wing's situation, would you go back to school? Hmm. And if so, what would you go back for? I think yeah. the EMT thing is good because it, like it necessitates that he has to be in shape. Yeah. Well, he's better shape before it. So it's kind of two birds, one stone, but then that can yeah. also backfire and be like, you might feel like, Oh, this is insurmountable. There's so much to learn and so much to do physically. Throw it out the window. It's hard. Um, I, I had a girlfriend who was, uh, an EMT and I remember looking at her textbooks and someone put it to me as if it were like a, a year or maybe they said, maybe they said two years of like nursing school, like, compacted down into eight months and to look at her textbook it looked very difficult it didn't it did not look like some sort of high school biology bullshit Hmm. it looked like this is going to be you really have to devote yourself to us and to this and you need to be a bright fella i just don't know if those are two characteristics that that wings possesses so so maybe fireman um but but again he has to get into shape you know, he needs to get down to like 265 or something and a, and a strong 265 at that, you know, which is a real, I feel like that's a year away for him. He's 32, right? Thir- yeah, he'll be, thir- he'll be 33. Uh, he'll be 33 in a couple months. Uh, that's young and, enough to get that done. Definitely. Oh, it's young enough to get it done. And the, the, the best part about, I think, that job for him is he would get he would have some friends because I don't think he's got any like real life like pals to like to like run around with and like bullshit with and that sort of thing and i think that would be really it could helpful. be caddy that's in a the good firehouse point. too like I, I just go by my i have family and uh you know sometimes guys don't get along with each other some bullying happens at the firehouse even with adults yeah oh, i'm sure yeah. well he's a he's a social butterfly so i'm sure none of that would occur um <laughs> yeah, it would provide loved- some camaraderie that's a good yeah, point. Yeah, I, I think so. I think he'd make some friends. It'd keep him physically active. It'd give him goals. It's a job. I, I don't know if in his area, because where I'm from in that small town, I don't think those firemen really got paid. It's called a volunteer fire department. I know they would come around and they would take fucking donations from us. And it felt like mob protection money <laughs> when you'd write them a check. It really did. It was like, I wonder if... The, like dad, how, how much of a check do you write these guys? He's like, I give them three hundred dollars. I figure if they see my address, they'll come running. Uh, three hundred. <laughs> um, but but I assuming figure, it's like, not a whole new crop of volunteers that day. Yeah, right. <laughs> like like you know. Yeah, just, he's like, I give them three hundred. I was like, three hundred dollars. I was like, I was gonna give this guy a twenty. <laughs> like, 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 I remember. Like, I don't know this motherfucker. They they I think it was the EMT. They came around and. They asked for money right after I got like new property tax things, which is where oh. they were paid in my area. So they basically were asking me for money right after I paid them. And I'm younger at this point. Call me like 27 and broke, you know, not broke, broke, but like, you know, I don't, I don't have any extra money and they come around and I was like, man, like I just paid for you guys. Like your, your timing is bad. He's like, all right, well, Hey. We'll be here if you need us. Like, you know, like the clear implication being I wasn't here when they 
when they needed me. And uh, I don't know. What I, a bunch of pricks. Here Good, it is in my head 20 years later. Because that is the job you've chosen for life. <laughs> he shows yeah. up in like a toga dressed as Crassus, and he's like, I'll give you $3 for your home. It's like, no, <laughs> just put the fire out. do you know that's what he used to do yeah like that was a real thing in ancient rome crassus he was the first one to make a roman fire department and Mm -hmm. he would show up at these big estates of fellow romans with his fire department locked and loaded and ready to go and like you know you know gaius diminis or whatever the fuck would run out and be like oh thank god you're here it's burning it's a burning down and he's like i'll give you Ten thousand denarii or whatever for it. He's like, oh, no, that's that's not even a tenth of what it's worth. Please, please stop putting the fires out of my home. My children are in there. He's like, eight thousand. <laughs> eventually, he like buys the guy's property, puts the flames out, and just has more. So, and you're telling me, anarchism wouldn't work, or <laughs> full-on libertarianism wouldn't work. Yes, ah, I did. It's clearly a case for socialism. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it truly is. But uh, yeah, that, that's that's pretty fucking funny we that you AOC. could do that back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I understand. Yeah. They, even in America, there were like competing fire departments who would like, mm-hmm. you know, gangs in New York. Remember that scene? Yeah. I don't think yeah. I remember it as well as you. Oh man, it's where great. that building's burning and like competing fire departments show up, and in, while the people in the building just want to not be on fire, <laughs> they're like, "Get them, boys!" and they start fighting <laughs> each other in the street. Yeah. They're like spraying each other with the hoses, and like, "No, just please, right over here." It's where I live. <laughs> like they're clubbing each other, bloody. Like, like, yeah. like the first thing one guy does is he takes a barrel, puts it over the fire hydrant, and sits on it with a billy yeah, club. Hides it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Fucking assholes. Oh. So yeah, they, they, you know, I. Yeah, I think Wing should should probably go back to school for for one thing or another, or dedicate himself fully to his his current craft. You know, pick one or the other. You know, I was gonna I, say dedicate. I I would like to see him in a craft that kept him away from food. Right now, like I I know he's got the surgery and he's losing weight, but. For long term, I, I feel like if you had a lifestyle that kept him away from food, heck, I feel like ah. if I had a lifestyle that kept me away from food, I was thinner. You know, it just, sure. you're working all day. You got something to do. You know, if I was addicted to woodworking right now, I bet I'd lose five pounds or more. Mm. So I, that's what I want for him. If he had that old, what was the mech glass? Was it? Yeah, that's the thing he, he says. If he had that job, right, where he worked with those giant cauldrons of molten iron, supposedly. Yeah, like I feel like he just watched Terminator 2 the night before <laughs> he told us that story. And he was like, yeah, you know, we uh, we pour the liquid metal. And, Do you remember he uh, told us about how the, the decking collapsed and he clung to it? And Yeah, yeah, it was just well, like that one scene. the liquid scene. metal in and then it goes into those grates. And then once it's hard, Urukai walks right in, grabs his sword, <laughs> good to go. <laughs> Off to the Fangorn Forest. I wasn't this sure where you were going at first. of is the fact that the T-2000 can shapeshift, okay? <laughs> he might appear as your foreman telling you to get back to work, but you got to know he's tricking you. He's I think it, you it, let's say that he, he had that job. I feel like that'd be good for him on a whole bunch of levels, right? Like if you just get up on his schedule, do work. Not have you know be busy as and away from food and be like literally away from food. It would just be a real an environment where I think he'd do well in. But what do I know? On a bright note, he got his mother to sign a will saying that he would get the house in the case that she dies, so that her her new husband doesn't get the house in the event of her her demise. But Is aren't we wait, if her mother dies? Like that's a Part, long time me. from now. If his mother dies. 
If Wings' mother dies. No, you said it. That's how I heard you say it. But it's Wings' grandmother who's next on the list. Mm-mm. Oh, you're right. You're yeah, right. Wings' mother owns the, the home. Yes. Wings' grandmother is essentially homeless and living with him. And uh, the way things were set up as of a month ago when she had her heart attack, when her when her um, heart went berserk on her, as Michael Scott would say. Grandma's heart went berserk. No, his mother, Wing's mother had a heart attack. Oh, I misunderstood. Oh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, Wing, Wing's grandmother has has completely different crypt She has her issues. own issues, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Did you so say Wing's... crypt keeper issues? <laughs> no, that's just that's just a bit of Freudian uh, <laughs> interplay. Did you have interpretation. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I said crippling issues, but if oh. you want to go with Crypt Keeper, I see, <laughs> I see the, uh, I see you where you're see how from. I got there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was a pretty good impression. Of <laughs> <laughs> <That was> pretty <laughs> good. And, so she, um, so yeah, mom had a heart attack. Wings mom had a heart attack, and he was like, "Holy shit! If she died, stepdaddy Willie or whatever his fucking name is mm-hmm. would have gotten my house." I've mortgaged this thing 18 times now. I've paid at least <laughs> three quarters of a million dollars into this trailer. That is a hard story to follow. And he'd have just scooped it up. <laughs> he'd have just had it, you know? And, and so he, he went to mama and was like, hey, this is, uh, this is not cool. You're going to have to sign a will that says number one here gets the, the house should the worst occur. And apparently she did that. He says that she did that. I'd like to read the fine print on that document. Yes, I would not <clears> be <throat> shocked at all if nine months from now, he's like, it turns out, you know, Next that I... Granny wrote it up. It's a binding <laughs> legal contract, just like my Twitch profile. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> <Jeez> Christ. <laughs> Yeah, but we wish the best for his mother and his. Dude, grandma, if, if this comes around to Wing, yeah, of course you wish the best to his family. But if this comes around to Wing somehow, like, make sure that the fine print is in your favor in that, because I can't. Like, if you've already had to pay for this house a couple times, I I can't imagine how livid I would be. First of all, having to do it more than once. Second of all, having to do it a second time, and mm. then finding out I was hoodwinked. Yeah. Like by someone that's supposed to care about me more than anyone in the world. So yeah. make sure that's straightened out. Don't. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, he, he said. Um, he said his mom couldn't help him out because she's got a house and two vehicles of her own on her credit right now. His credit's ruined uh, because of his brother, of course. But that um, should be maybe I'm, seven years, buddy. Seven, years, seven years, right? But when did it happen? Oh shit! I'm not familiar with the story. It was during the hot brother do whenever the hot sauce debacle was going on. When I went down to his place uh, to to like film the hot sauce commercial and all mm. that stuff, it was happening then. So maybe nine months. Fast forward from there, and that's when it probably hit his credit. So I'm going to guess four and a half years. Uh, Since Taylor doesn't know, I think a lot of listeners might not know too. Um, Wings of Redemption co-signed on a car for his brother, but Mm. his brother is a a pillhead addict person. I don't know. Kenny, I have coke in my head. I I don't know. I might have made that up. That might be his sister. That's his sister. His what? sister likes the cocaine. His brother likes the pills. God, okay. this is such a sad situation. <laughs> his brother's name is Kenny. And so my friend Mitty, who I often mention, I, I game with him a good bit. In Rust, we, we came up with alter egos for ourselves so that we wouldn't be recognized in game. Because you kill somebody, and they're like, oh, Kyle lives here. Mm. So we, we renamed ourselves so that we would be a bit, bit more incognito. And uh, his name was Kenny B. Pillen. And... 
I, I, it, it tickled me every time. That, that I, <laughs> it's every just time I, genius. I started calling him Kenny. I was like, Kenny, Kenny, behind you, three o'clock. <laughs> and Kenny would go, hey, hey, always pilling. <laughs> he started doing these voices and, and like living out, fleshing out the Kenny B. Pillin alter ego of his. It was you should genius. maintain it through it. all the. I'd like to see an Earth Yurkai version in some other game and yeah. work his way through. But uh, uh, oh, to, to, to finish that off, he. he his brother, to all of our surprise, didn't pay the loan. So they repossessed the car and they ruined Wings' credit. Because he's... I want to say... When you co-sign, that means you pay the loan. But he didn't do that. I believe what it, the exact thing that happened... You're, mm. you're, you're 100% correct. But I believe the reason he didn't pay the loan was that he went to jail for a, a period of time. Um, and, but, but this was all... You could see this coming. You know, it was like... Hey, like, like I had this very discussion with him. I, it, he, he was like, yep, Kenny's been pilling and he's mm. going to go to jail for, you know, six to eight months or something like that. And, uh, and he's not, he said he's not going to be making those truck payments and, and that I have to make them. I'm not going to make them. And I was like, dude, make those truck payments. Just, it'll be your truck. Like that's mm -hmm. the best case scenario you have here. If you don't make these payments and that truck gets repoed, it's a big hit on your credit. And if you need something in the next seven years, you're going to have a hard time getting a credit. It's very important. Like, like I, I did some stupid shit when I was 19 and, and messed my credit up. Yeah, mm. yeah, for sure. Like, like, like it, and, and it was stupid of me. And my Can dad... Can you go into what you did or you can't? I, I had a couple of stupid credit cards. It wasn't even a lot mm. of money. It wasn't a lot of money. And then mm. I had this, this crazy phone bill that I was afraid to even tell my parents about. It was $1,400. <laughs> this was back in the days where- You went over your minutes. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. was in the days where going over your minute meant $1,400 yeah, right? a month. It's like 10 cents a minute for the first 100. After that, 100 cents a minute. It was, just... and, it was like and, when your dad or like my, your, my grandpa had like a car phone. You'd be like, what do you want? Sounds good. Bye. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and at 19, I, I had the money. But but I had other aspirations for that money. This was like like I'm 19. I'm I'm getting ready to go to fucking Atlanta and 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 like chase this girl and 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 get the get get a new job and buy you know, a new apartment. I, I and I and I, I want to do all these other things with my little miniature 19 year old nest egg. And I can't be taking a 1400 dollar bite out of it. So I was just like, fuck you, Verizon. <laughs> fuck you. What you gonna do? Call me. Can't because you already turned the phone off. <laughs> <laughs> so, he thought so this I whole later, thing through. Yeah, yeah. And, and then it was like oh. Verizon headquarters. Damn it! How, we, <laughs> how are we supposed to get a hold of this they guy? Throw the guy out the window in the meme. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so it messed my credit up, and it was it was a long time before I repaired it. Now I'm great. Now I'm mm -hmm. gold. It's it's one like like I I, I was I, I carefully restored it over the years. Like getting those bullshit credit cards at first, and maintaining X amount of balance, and paying X amount off routinely, and just being real careful with it until I could get back up into the high seven hundreds and be happy and have borrowing power because it's so important in life to have a bit of borrowing power and. It's one thing if you get a, if you're going to be stuck with shitty interest rates, you can stomach that. It kind of sucks. But if you just can't get the money, it sucks. It, it and and like I've never had to borrow a large amount of money. It's it, I've I, I don't think I've ever had a car loan. I leased a car when I was 
19 or something like that before the Verizon thing came into play. Uh, <laughs> but, but mostly it's just like, you know, I, I'd like to have that little backup plan over here, which is credit. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if it, what if there's a medical thing or, you know, I, I don't know what, but it's nice to have credit is all I'm getting at. And I told him that then, and he was like, Fuck it. <laughs> but, like people I don't know what he thought co-signing was. Like like you're promising to pay this in case your brother does it. You're not just yeah. signing something. Like, I vouch like, for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not just vouching for him or what like it, it's a big deal because you're committing to the bank to like they don't trust his brother. That's why he needed someone to co-sign. They trusted you. Yeah, and speaking you just of that, Woody, them? I'm thinking about buying this $18,000 wrecked uh, salvaged Corvette. <laughs> if you could give me a little signature down at the bottom, <laughs> Dude, I'm sure that would. I can hardly get along. Talk it over, Jackie. She'll be cool. <laughs> I, when I, um, so it's not that my credit is bad. It's that it's locked down. I had so many issues with identity theft. People were opening credit cards in my name like mm-hmm. more than once a month. And uh, I, I had almost like a memorized script I'd give them. Like, this is fraud. This is this. is it. So eventually I, I made it so that it's almost impossible to get a credit report on me so you can't open stuff in me. Then when I went to buy a car, it turned out they'd knock $1,000 off if I took a loan. I didn't want to take a loan, but I took a loan for the minimum amount. So I, I don't even know what the numbers are. But let's say I put 50 down and took a loan for seven. And uh, um it took three months for me to get that loan. I did, and I had to like make multiple trips to the dealer. They couldn't seem to open it. I'm calling, I don't know, Equifax or someone. So it, it's hard. To, to, like, I, my credit's so locked out, out, I don't I'm have patient. access. I'm patient. You know, oh, get I, that I was rocking and rolling. I was blown away like going through the home buying process. Because you know how you always hear about how like, oh, the government's doing that thing again where they'll approve you for way more in money than mm. because it's FDIC insured at the bank or whatever. And like, so you can get way more than you can actually reasonably pay back. Like when I just, based on a phone conversation, where they're like, what's your income? What are you, what's your debt? What are your expenses? Like all just like that cursory top level stuff. He like sent me an email that showed like what he would approve me for, like what those were. And I was like just sitting at like my table at my old apartment like... <clears throat> Are you serious? Like you, you're willing to give me that amount of money? Are you high? And you know that they're sitting there like, oh, I hope this fucker takes every penny of it. Mm, you know, do, and, yeah. which I did not. I was like, there's no way in fuck I'm taking even half of that. But like it, it blew my mind. And I was like, oh, this is how people become wage slaves their whole life is because they see that number of the most they can get approved for. And they go, looks like I'm buying a half million dollar house. And then they do that. And it's like. It's called a are you sure about that, DeAndre? You deliver for Papa's jo- Papa John's. Yeah. <laughs> I got yeah, good they, tips this week. Dude, I can there's... see how people can get bamboozled by that. Like if yeah. they don't have you know good people at their side to be like, da, 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 be, be very wary of this. I know? always felt like they blame the banks, they blame the government, and they being usually politicians running for office. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how are you not blaming the people who took loans out in this ever? Right? Because they're voters. <laughs> because they're voters. You're exactly right. But that holds true with two things, student loans and the mortgage crisis. And they would go on there, their debates, and they said, you better damn know that I'm going to hold those banks responsible for what those they did to predatory lenders. Predatory lenders. And it's like, oh my God, there was someone on the other side saying, gimme, gimme, gimme. They got it. They didn't pay it back. And now they're blaming the bank for giving it to them. The home loan thing, I can I can see the point there where it's like if you're buying a home, you should probably be at the point in life where 
where you kind of know enough about finance that you're not going to do something egregious. But the student loan thing, I think, is absolutely predatory loaning in a lot of situations because a lot of people, they, they have no value of a dollar. They have no understanding of what they're signing. They just know, oh, it's a cultural norm that everybody does this and I need a degree in basket weaving if I'm ever going to make a living. And so I guess I need $75,000 and then they're just fucked for so long. Like I know people who made stupid decisions like that. And if you talk to them now, they're like, God, I just, I wish that we learned a little bit about finance in high school, or I wish that, you know, my parents had told me a little more or another adult in my life had told me a bit more. And it's like, you know, if I could go back now, I would have went to trade school or I would have uh, gone to community college for two years and then switched into a cheap state school or mm. something. So there it is, it is predatory what they do to kids with student loans. Like as soon as you turn 18, they're just firing it at you. I knew, you need this. You need that. I knew what a, what a loan meant at eighteen years old. I like I don't, Dave Chappelle know. has this thing. Like, how old is fifteen really? Like, when I was fifteen, if someone was peeing on me, I knew I didn't like that. <laughs> you know, I would move over. You know, but these guys are fifteen, and, and somehow, you know, they agreed to this. But now they're like, how old is fifteen? How old is eighteen? I guess is the question. Are you are you allowed to take yeah. loan? Are you an adult at eighteen? You know, signing for yourself. Like, do you? They are, are are they grown ups or not? Should we make it twenty one? You know, should we make it so that eighteen year olds can't get loans for these schools? It's it just it's so ridiculous the difference in well, mean wages haven't increased that much in the last twenty years, but in the last twenty years the cost of schooling is like septupled or something retarded. And so it's like, you know, if I talk to my dad or something and he's like, Yeah, I got a loan uh for every summer and by the time I graduated, most of it was paid off. It's like, that's not what it's like anymore. Mm -hmm. It's like people are still working for those similar wages that you had, except they didn't take out $4,500. They took out $52,000 or something similarly ridiculous. So like, even though you're right, people should have personal responsibility. The people offering those loans should, you know, it's just, it is skeevy. It is skeevy taking advantage of people at a very very vulnerable part in their life. So I almost like, I feel like what you're saying is, so they shouldn't offer them loans so they can go to college. I don't. I really don't think so at this point. Really? So an eighteen-year-old like, like point, is that not a, an opportunity withdrawal? They're going to have to really lower the cost of college if they stop allowing these ridiculous loans. Like go to any college. I'm sure you have UNC. You know, go to Mizzou. They, there's these people are dropping hundreds of millions of dollars on shit like uh, workout centers and indoor pools and things like that, and they can do that because they've got huge. Uh, huge allotments or endowments or whatever it's just it, that's what they, it takes they, to get they, students right like students are doing campus <sighs> tours looking at gyms and i don't know hot tubs and amazing dorms and and then they go to some other campus and it, it's, it doesn't look like because at this man. point they're like selling kids a resort party experience for four years and also you get to go to class if you want <laughs> you know but the real thing <laughs> is that no matter even if you really really suck we're gonna try our best not to kick you out because you are a paying customer and it, it it all comes down to are these 18 year olds making decisions or not? Like, is it predatory on the colleges to say, hey, this is a beautiful campus and it costs a lot to go here? Is it predatory of the loan company to say, hey, if you want to go there, I'll lend you the money so that you can go? Like, do we have to, like, what do you Maybe not predatory. I don't know. I think it's immoral. 
for colleges to do that shit, to basically take advantage of the situation where it's like, wait, you mean that kids can suddenly pay seventeen, eighteen thousand, twenty thousand dollars a year to go to school? What does it cost for kids to go here? Okay, well it's twenty thousand dollars a year now. Oh, they'll approve much twenty five. Oh, that's twenty five thousand dollars a year now. Like it's, it's capitalism, some- right? They, they're making their product nicer, right? You know, their product isn't education; it's a four year living experience. Yeah, that's bullshit, though. You know, I, I feel mm-hmm. like that that's an area where 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 my my big government boner starts flexing it's like maybe we should step in and do something about these dirty i'm actually on your side with that yeah right like this is not somewhere where capitalism is is serving the people well because i don't if if i'm sending my kid to get a college degree it's like i don't give a fuck what their facilities are like i i want it to be spartan i want it to Mm. I, i don't want you to have any time any time or any impetus to do anything but study and get good grades and get the fuck out of there. They Maybe a semester early. 10 kilometers, do 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, and have no air conditioning. I mean, I mean, give That's them... A, they they need they need AC, but like... I, this is a I one punch man Frivolity. I think you didn't I, get the I one. dated a girl uh, who went to Oglethorpe uh, here in Georgia. It, 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 like, like, Google Oglethorpe co- campus real quick. It's absurd. It looks like Harry Potter's school with the architecture <laughs> and, and the facilities and everything. It, I, and she takes me for this tour around campus... I'm, I'm like fucking 27 with this girl walking around campus. Like, oh, I'm, I'm not sure. Am I allowed? <laughs> and, and, and like, and I'm just like, this is absurd. What do you pay? Well, not as expensive as, as, as Oxford. What? This is ridiculous. How can you be paying this much? I'm uh, showing pictures of the campus now for the video people. Thank you, Patreons. And uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it, this is a castle, right? Yeah, it looks like Harry Potter's fucking school. It, it looks, it, it's, where's Dumbledore at? This is great. And, and you know, we went to like, there's some like nicer. Some newer like, ones like a, and some castle ones. I'm, I'm clicking around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the exterior decor is castle-like for, mm-hmm. for sure. And it's, it's beautiful. It's fucking nice. But it was just like, this is ridiculous. This is, this is about education, right? Like, shouldn't, don't you just need a box with some people in it? I, yeah. I hear you. So what's happened Did is... Did Mizzou need a $30 million outdoor lagoon with a lazy river at their rec center? If they want to get no. students with GPAs like Taylor's, they can't look like prisons. You know, they have to be places that he wants to go to. And then it just leads into this thing where like the school is more expensive. So the loan is bigger Then the school gets better and the kids keep picking these schools. Taylor mentioned uh, like a really financially responsible thing to do is to go to a community college for two years and then transfer. Nobody knows or cares where you did your first two years of school. It never comes up. Exactly. You don't even have to put it on your resume. It is completely legitimate and honest to say, I graduated from Mizzou, right? They don't community college. That's up to you. Um, so you can do that, but people don't. Instead, they spend all four years. I keep saying Mizzou, but you know, you could pick any yeah, school. Yeah, any school. Yeah. And, uh, but, well, don't go there if you're, if you're into athletics, though, because they're not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I forgot they <laughs> not got Not next potted. year. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, uh, if you want to make good financial decisions, to me, though, it's 18-year-olds making bad financial decisions. And I... I, I I almost blame them. I don't know. Kyle says capitalism's not doing them right there. It, it is. It is kind of like it's the I engine that drives this. Isn't really a free market because they're selling a product that's not worth anywhere close to eighty thousand dollars. I'm just making. Let's say one hundred eighty grand for four years. Okay. They're selling a product artificially inflated for eighty thousand dollars because that's the amount of money that's being given to these kids. What they're providing to those kids isn't worth anywhere in the ballpark of that. 
Like, if you spent four years at your computer, you could be more equipped than a fucking computer science major. My you paid doctor. 80 grand. Or, My- you know, a, a communications major particularly, or things like that. Psychology, absolutely, without a doubt. So, like, they're I really, you, you know, it's not the value. My of doctor's the 35 itself. years old. It's artificially inflated. Mm-hmm. My doctor's 35 years old. He's still paying off his, his <laughs> school loans. Like, I, I was talking to him the other day about, about like what I do or whatever, and he, he's like, yeah, and you don't have any fucking uh, any med school loans <laughs> either. And I'm like, nope. And he's like, oh, they're rough. I was like, what, you're still paying that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure of it. That, that, that's not abnormal. That's normal. That's normal. My, um, God. I have friends uh, who is a dentist, and you know, he's in a very similar position. I know, like... Uh, he he bought into a firm and he had it was basically med school to pay off as a dentist, and uh, yeah, it takes a long time. It takes a long time. But uh, what was I gonna? Yeah, they're I not they're not doctors. To, oh, if you want to look at the value of the education, like the cost that that should be, I think you can look to community college. Like that's the lessons part should cost maybe a little more. Maybe there's some bigger and better facilities in you know like Mizzou for example. But uh, my mom went to the instruction. Well, yeah. My mom got her um, her master's in early childhood education, and mm-hmm. she went to this small uh, like Christian uh, college that that's that's in their that's in their town. It's it's big as far as the facilities are concerned, but it's not a, a it's not UGA or anything. It's a little school, and it was fucking cheap. Mm-hmm. It was so cheap. I, I don't remember what it was, but but like her education was like. $30,000 or something for, for, for like the four, the six years or whatever she did. It, it was like nothing. I've been wrong about what I'm about to say for 30 years now, and I'm still sticking to it. So hang in there. <laughs> I had this idea that the most prestigious schools, the hardest ones to get into would be schools like UNC and Mizzou. Those like inexpensive state schools and that it would be much harder for... I don't know, University of Hartford, that's probably a state school. But you know, Drexel is a good example, right? Drexel is a private school. It gets expensive, but it's not really more prestigious than Mizzou or UNC. It just costs more. And there are tons and tons and tons of schools in the Northeast that are like that. I thought those schools, because they're just expensive, would have a harder time getting students. And it hasn't come true. You know, I, I thought state schools and like the Harvards and Stanfords of the world. Would what would be- Bernie Sanders say about all this? Taylor. <laughs> Taylor, oh, no, you're, you're muted. You're muted. Bernie Sanders would never do that. I would never mute myself intentionally. <laughs> I have far too much respect for myself and what my points are. And <laughs> I would say take out as much as much money as you can. Start your own university like I did in Vermont. And then when I become president, I'll excuse all the debt. And that's a lot of free money. <laughs> there it is. Wants, uh, I don't understand how it works, but my understanding, you give the money out, erase the debt, the money remains. Have you seen <laughs> Fight Club? <laughs> have you seen Fight Club? <laughs> have you seen Fight Club? <laughs> I've been carrying around the check of how much money I'm giving back to the country. The Remember State of the Union is tonight. Check? We're talking about politics. Do oh, you think so anything interesting will that. be in it? Yeah, oh, no. yeah, yeah. So so he, he, Trump is going to be... Um, he is going to be kind. He is going to be. Uh, uh, he is. He is going to make the Democrats look uh, petty, and uh, it's going to be a real 3D chess moment for the the Trump campaign. That's my prediction. I think that that instead of coming out and being like, these Democrats won't do this and they won't do that, and and and, and all the experts say mm-hmm. it should be done, and they're making they're making 
it, life unsafe for the American public. I don't think he's going to do that. I think that he's going to talk about a lot of things that everyone who's watching agrees with. And then the camera's going to pan to the Democrats sitting on their hands. I think he's going to He's going to praise the troops and he's going to praise first responders or whatever. He's going to he's going to talk about the good things that our country does that everyone agrees upon and then make the Democrats look petty. That's not bad. And I hadn't heard that before. I'll my counter prediction. I believe he's going to lie. I believe that (laughs) he's not going to pass the fact check very well. And the news will seize on that quite a bit. We've all seen like the number of illegal immigration captures at the border or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that number is declining for 20 years now, something like that, 30. It's, uh, it's peaked <clears throat> recently. It uh, Peaked is not it, the right term. No, right? not peaked, but it had gone up again. Yeah, yeah it's gone up. It yeah, dropped like great. 80% and then came back five. I'm making these numbers up, but that's about right. And, uh, and if, uh, anytime he's like, I don't know, amnesty, we'll see. It's like a huge surge in the number of people who come here illegally. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I could pull up and show the chart, but, uh, it's been it, it almost looks like gun violence, you know, where the, it feels like it's bad because it's all we hear about. But if you know the actual numbers, it's been getting better since the 80s. And yeah, they're pumped up because of suicide and yeah. pol- and police shootings. <laughs> so uh, I think that he, he if he talks about that woman that was like bound in the back of a car, which apparently is from a movie he saw, then like that's not going to go well for him. When he did that, he addressed the nation at like 8 p.m., three weeks ago and that didn't it just wasn't his um venue to, to do well sitting in the oval office mm. so we'll see how he does yeah. I, I, I don't like, give a fuck he what should he do what kyle yes. said like what i what i you know what he's not going to talk about is how he recently got people on the left and right pretty amped with like except for like the neocons and neolibs being like hey we're gonna get out of syria it's t- enough is enough and then just stories just sneak out just a couple of days ago where it's like, actually, you know, we got to gotta keep some troops there, I suppose. Uh, yeah, I guess we can't pull out yet. It's like, that's not a big story. I saw a keep this it. shit where he like will say something that I really, really like, which is get us the fuck out of the Middle East. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he gets influenced by the elites who just love us being in these wars. All the normal liberals and all the normal conservatives I talk to every day don't want us over there. I don't know where the fuck these people are that are like, we have to stay. We have to keep fighting this 20-year losing war. I'm it's totally like, with Taylor, uh, except I have this little hedge of, what is it I don't know, right? Why is it when... It's about keeping an eye on Iran. Not to, yeah. So let's see. The Syria one, I, it's about a warm water port for Russia. And Ostensibly, the I don't believe any Iraq other shit. one is about Iran, I think. Um, and then, uh, so, so that, but I, I want, like, if Russia gets a warm water port, why am I supposed to give a fuck again? Like, wh- wh- how many lives should we spend making sure Russia doesn't have this warm water port? Like, what's exactly uh, like, like I, as far as I can tell, like, the, the warmongering elites in this country and the media. They have lost any credibility when it comes to us intervening in the Middle East. They've bald-faced lied about shit over and over and over and over. How many American lives have to die for... Yeah, and cheerleading it. If they don't cheerlead these wars, they get blasted. The the, the public lines up against them. It's to their benefit. Look at the Democratic side, what's going on. Like, the one I like most over there right now, they're trying... First of all, they're trying so obviously ham-handedly, artificially to pump up Kamala Harris, where they're like... 
everybody, everybody, look how cool Kamala is. There's a bunch of buzz. And then you like search organically. Trump and it's like, her up. it's like, nobody is, nobody wants this buzz. Like yeah, nobody it, it wants Kamala. Well, sir. And then like fucking Tulsi, Tulsi Gabbard or Gabbard, who I think is probably the best of the Democrats running because she actually has some balls and is yeah, like, no, these wars were in our bullshit. We need to get out. Mainstream media people are like ranking her at like one percent. Like, oh, she has no chance. Put her out of the limelight. Five thirty-eights, big story where they showed all the faces of prospective people. They've got Oprah on there, they've got mm. The Rock on there, but they don't have Tulsi Gabbard on there. That's weird. It's almost like that's a little too far for the elites up there. Where, oh no no no, no get out get out of those wars. No 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 no, that's too far. You can't do that. Like, that, and they, they shit talk her for it. That, and so that's the Democrat I like the most right now because she actually seems to be wanting to not fuck around in the Middle East anymore. So I'm not up to speed on her. I can't comment. But it does tie into my, what don't I know, right? It could very well be, hey, Raytheon's lining my pockets and it's kind of a jobs program, really. We make bombs and then we just drop them in the sand and we keep doing that and it keeps people employed. You know, if we don't have this trillion dollar jobs program, then, uh, you know, the American economy drastically changes. Yeah, Could maybe, be maybe, but then it then the point would be like, all right, so we're just going to artificially maintain trillions and ever ever increasing size, you know, because mm -hmm. you know we're going to just be doing this forever, just yeah, fighting okay. in these wars. It's just a, it's obscene that we've been over there for so long. We've achieved nothing, other yeah, than death I, uh, and the and the destruction. And and they'll still they still think people are so dumb that they're like, we're going there to create democracy. It's like. Hmm. No, we're not. That's not our goal with other people. No. <laughs> I, I, I think it was, uh, I think there's maybe five Democrats that have announced and maybe three more that, or four more that have like those exploratory committees, whatever the fuck that means. I uh, I, I want to see Bernie get back in there. I just did, I did feel like Bernie got a fair shake last time. It, it, and even now, they, they, when they talk about Bernie, they're like, yeah, he had a bit of a movement, you know? It's like, no, he was the front runner. He was the guy, you liar. Yeah. Why are you still lying for Hillary Clinton? She's not here. Mm. Or is she? <laughs> or is she? <laughs> or is she yeah. Where is Ruth Bader Ginsburg? <laughs> I don't have a Democrat I'm in love with right now. There's there's, there's no one. I liked Elizabeth Warren four year, two years ago more than I do now. Yuck. I liked her more than Bernie. but She had to like apologize to the Cherokee like Nation Trump. the other day. I don't day. like any of them. Like they're just they're all such fucking liars. You know who I bet you'd like? Uh Rand Paul. He yeah, actually is my front runner because he'll come out there like right away mm -hmm. and be like he, he believes a lot of silly things as well, but the big thing where he's like it's time it's enough. Enough of Americans dying for other nations' interests in regions that we don't even can't even pronounce the names of their cities. Like fuck this. What? It's so expensive. There's no reason for us to be sending young people to die. My Facebook feed is filled with abortion talk lately. So there, there's two things, three things happening. Two states, New York and another one, made it legal to have abortions pretty much until the baby's delivered. Now, a doctor has to determine that it's in, like, the mother's life was at risk. But the wording there is vague enough that some people are nervous that, like, there's a lot of ways for her life to be at risk. Like, you know what? If she has a baby, she'll be so depressed. Let me tell you. <laughs> you know, like, well, that was the same language in Roe v. Wade, where it was instead of the woman's life, it was the woman's health. And so then they allowed him to make the case of, well, my financial health will suffer. <laughs> or my mental health will suffer. That's literally that's I what didn't know yet. financial health was one of them. That made me laugh. But the, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, the language wasn't harsh enough. Like it didn't outline like in the case of cancer. You know, where, where the chemo is going to kill the baby anyway. We'll just abort it even though, you know, whatever. Um, 
Or um, a lot of times when people have these really late abortions, they, they, what it's called the baby's not compatible with life. You know, that baby was going to die Ugly. in the first yeah. five days and it was going to yeah. suck. And, you know, it's it, hearts on the outside or it's, it, it doesn't yeah. have a brain, yeah. like, people, like crazy stuff like that. Or, you know, I don't oh, well, know they had ahead of time. Like some we're of advanced the, enough. Some of the pro-life people, they, well, they know ahead of time if they're getting great, like prenatal care the whole way through. Not everybody does. Um, but the, the pro-life people think that like a lot of women, you know, they just like to hold on to babies for eight and a half months or so before they decide not to be a mom. And that's not not the case. That, that, yeah. I mean, I, just, I, I, don't, I don't picture anybody staying pregnant for nine months for the no. fuck of it. Yeah. Because they're like, I've always wanted to be a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> I can do it legally every nine months. You know, if I hang on to this baby for a while, my tilk business... It'll be booming. <laughs> um, what, did you see about the uh, the oh, Virginia governor? You even following yes, that little yes. story? Oh, I just want to. Oh, wrap, that was so funny. I want to put a bow on the abortion thing. The other part of it is there are a number of trials now where it looks like Roe v. Wade might lose. I think it's starting in Ohio, so that uh, we'll see where that goes. The, the, the conservatives have the Supreme Court. It could switch. Uh, yeah. Is the Virginia thing that that pic that funny picture yes. of uh, the Michael Jackson lookalike and then some dude in a clown outfit? <laughs> The, or that's so what he the, claimed. At first, he's like, "I, I was think not in you that have picture. it wrong." Yeah, yeah, you got it a little bit uh, twisted. Right, so, so the situation is that they they pull up this guy's yearbook photo, and uh, yearbook, and and he is named there. It's like, ah, here's governor. It, it's literally the I think Furman or something. It, it's, yeah, it's like, Mr. Furman. Uh, and there's a picture of two individuals, one in a Klansman's hood, and the other with blackface, smiling real wide. And they don't. They didn't know which one was you him. Can't they tell didn't... which one is him because he's well, like now we know. forty years we... older now. We know yeah. now. Yeah, he's he a blackface guy. He yeah. says he... it's neither. He has a he he has went he has went back and then forth again. At first he said, "Yeah, that's me," and then he said, "That's that's me in the blackface," and then he said, uh, "Actually, that's not me in the blackface." But one time in a completely separate incident, I was dressing up for a Michael Jackson uh, dance contest, and I put shoe polish on my face for that. Um, but then, of course, Reddit is like, "Check this out," and they show a picture of him in college wearing the same fucking corduroy pants, and these are distinctive <sighs> pants. This is Reddit not is like, amazing. I love this. Is not, this is not like he's wearing blue jeans or like bell bottoms. They are these flared legged corduroy pants with a very wide hash mark pattern and and it's him with the black face and him without the black face and 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 when you've got like two pictures of him side by side at the same age you're able to be like yeah that's his same facial structure that's the same build and those are definitely the Dude, same pants. that's a lot of pictures for back when you had to develop film yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and and so and so now like his aides are everybody's telling him like Get out, or we're going to impeach you. Essentially, uh, and he's like, he's he's been speaking with his aides about what he should do. He doesn't want to leave. Right. He's been apologizing and saying that doesn't represent him. But I, I found it very interesting the hypocrisy there, where like, if it, if he'd been a Republican, we'd have had so much. It'd oh, I crazy. disagree. I think I think CNN you can't reported find he was a anyone on his side. The media is telling him to to retire. What do they call it? Resign. The all the Democrats are coming after him to resign. Everyone but Lieberman. Obama hasn't said anything. Hillary hasn't said anything. <clears throat> In my little exposure, he has no friends. And it, it and on the other hand, when it's you know, when there's good people on both sides. I feel like the Republicans 
go easier on that than the Democrats and that there is not the hypocrisy that you're looking for. Uh, I think it is. But here's my favorite part of this part of this story. Do you know CNN so wait, wait, this, let me keep going. He's yeah, at but... the, I did see that. The, uh, he's at the podium and he says that he, he put a little shoe polish, you know, not a lot, just a little because it doesn't come off easily. <laughs> and uh, he did to do a Michael Jackson lookalike as he moonwalked. And a reporter <laughs> asks him, can you still moonwalk now? And I uh, only the video people will get this, but he goes, huh. He's looking to see how much room he has <laughs> at the press conference. And his wife goes, yes, under appropriate circumstances. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My wife says under appropriate circumstances. <laughs> he was Which about is- to moonwalk. He was seconds away from, you know, dude, dude. <laughs> and he was picturing the news stories. It's like. Super cool Virginia governor <laughs> walks his way into your heart. Dude, you, <laughs> I need to show you the video. He's looking all over. He's, he's like the platform. He's about to moonwalk. He's seconds away. Oh, <laughs> so, you know, he, that's the sort of talent that politicians love to show off. That, that's like Bill Clinton's up there saxophone. Ad- addressing the Me Too movement. And there's, sir, sir, it says here you stuffed the end of your saxophone into... Miss Lewinsky's asshole and made her fart out the national anthem. <laughs> Can you still play the saxophone? Yeah. <laughs> Not that particular one. Well, you know that. Well, is Monica messy, here? But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's ruined nowadays. I forgot. Yeah, she wasn't oh. great back in the day. She, she doesn't look so bad. She, I, I think she aged okay. Yeah, she aged okay. Yeah, I was did. just being mean, Bill Clinton. I don't have a preference on on, on, on yeah. that one. Is it, I, is she thinner now than she was young? Monica? That would be hard uh, at that point. I don't know. I believe it or not, I have not looked her I think up she wrote a book recently a called The Stain. Yeah. The That's Humidor. Oh. Oh, wow. Here. I'm going to show a picture to everyone. Yeah, that was not a good oh, wow. Mm. She's probably also like 49 by now, right? Or 50? Oh, she's looking great. Yeah, oh. this is 2018. Yeah, oh, good yeah. for her. Yeah, I think, I mean, I just, she might have looked a little better at 20, but I mean, for 2018, she aged way better than average. I disagree. Look at that. <laughs> she's still got the stain on her. Yeah. <laughs> she's still got the stain. She should just go as herself for Halloween every year. Oh, <laughs> yeah, a little, little stain got, on a blue dress. She has to go as herself. Every day of her life, and that's the worst part about living for her. Dude, that sucks. It's, yeah. yeah. It, like, whew, I don't know. She sucked a cock. Everyone sucks a cock. Right? Yeah. Right, guys? Right? Everybody. Everybody <laughs> sucks dick. If you don't, in 2019, you're a bigot. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's so, very true. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. It's fine. I remember I, I was talking to... Um, I forget some girl. We were all, you know, acting completely repulsed at the idea of sucking a dick. She's like, it's not that big a deal. Let it go. It's like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Call it a show. Yeah, I think yeah. so. That was fun. Yeah. All right. Uh, PKN 233.